0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at Libertarians.com.
2: Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 209 of East and his favorite podcast. Jeremiah Morrill today joined by forever co-host Dakota Davis and producer Zach Burcham who's at a co-host
0: seat. So I don't know what to say about him. Today's episode features the three of us. Just the <laughs> three of us. I think I sang that the very the last time that I was on the show, and it was just three of us. We were supposed to have Cade, and I saw Cade less than an hour
2: ago, and then uh, it went away. He's gone.
0: Well, he injured himself. <laughs> pitching. Uh, Baseball pitching in- injury. The three of us are going to be talking about high school. It is graduation season. Uh, All the graduations are completed across the nation unless you go to one of those year-round schools, which God bless you if you do. We're going to be talking about our experiences in high school, everything that we did, any regrets that we have. I'm uh, I'm going
2: to sit here and just take
0: notes trying to ask you guys what high school was like. All kinds of good stories, (laughs) yeah. And this is going to be fun, especially because Jeremiah was a homeschool kid. But it's going to be interesting to compare our experiences with yours because you did also a lot of social things with other people your age. Can you believe I was a somewhat social person? I can very much. And then at the end of the show, the tail end of the show, we're going to be talking about uh, some local news. The city of Newcastle has been securing bonds for uh, parks and recreation purchases. Uh, To find out how much that is and what projects they're going to be doing with it, uh, make sure you stick around until the very end of the show. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your
2: boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you, other times we'll make you laugh, but hopefully you're always gonna learn something new. Like Dakota's gonna try to sell you some stuff, and it's really good stuff.
0: That's right. Patreon.
2: We, I was gonna say we got some merch, but we also have the yeah.
0: Patreon. We just did a sweet twenty minutes on uh chiropractors. That's right. Here's the deal, folks. Patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. We do all kinds of cool things for our Patreon members. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, I sent out the bow ties that we wore during the episode 200. Did everybody get a uh, celebration? Nearly no. everybody. We but only the, had five the premium people. You bought got them. six and we kept one for, <laughs> you know, memories. We have to send one off with Mark Brim next week. So we, the, the top five Patreons, they are the ones who received the, uh, and top five isn't just how much money they give us. That's That was the ranking system.
2: Str- truly based on cold, hard cash.
0: It's a meritocracy. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you love me?
2: This is what decides what, who gets the gifts right. from
0: Dakota. Uh, but we've also in the past sent out postcards to everyone that had pictures of all of our favorite guests on them and a collage and special things. Sometimes thank you there's notes.
2: stickers, you know, we whatever do,
0: Dakota invents. Yep, we do stickers. We did stickers of all of the co-host faces and sent them out to everybody. We did just Boss Hoggle Liberty logo stickers and sent those out one time. Uh, so you get all kinds of little surprises if you join the Patreon. But you can reliably get show notes in front of each and every episode. So you can follow along as we are going through the show. And you also have some links like uh, this time. There's two articles linked in here. Whenever we're talking about the Newcastle parks and recreation bonds, there's are link- they parks or packs, Parks. No, we're not in Boston. They're parks here. <laughs> um, we have a list of the proposed projects that's in the show notes. And we also have a-, think- a link to the ordinance. Do you think your parents are going to
2: cr- start coming back talking about packways?
0: I don't know. Maybe they're up in Boston right now. They've been having a great time. They got um, rid of their last child, and dude, now they are having the time all, of their lives. Yeah. Listen to this, though. The flights to Boston right now are $45 a person one way, or two ways. That's r- round sorry, trip. Round trip. Yeah, $45. That That's also through Allegiant, so you have to pay for your bag. But, right. I mean, by the time it's all said and done, you're still talking about a $100 round trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... So I mean, that was pretty sweet. Looked a trip to Florida because it was like sixty dollars each way. So yeah, my wife just did that. Does your mom week,
2: just uh, just jump on Allegiant and be like, "Oh, we can fly here. Let's go here, Jeff." My uh, it's not my mom. I, it's more my
0: dad. Really? My dad's just always looking he's at the that, bargain so. hunter and says, "We got vacation time." My Let's dad go. is constantly perusing different things to see like what he can do. So he'll be like on Allegiant, um, looking at cheap flights. He'll at some points be like. Perusing Craigslist for vehicles. Well, the real discount was the thirty percent discount he got by
3: getting rid of the last kids. That's one less ticket to (laughs) buy.
0: He looks. He will like spend time on Zillow looking at houses. He doesn't ever buy a house. He's just aware of the and market. and knows when there's a good deal. Yeah, so so he wants to see where it's at.
3: Just telling to let you know when when the bubble's about to burst. <laughs> that's when. It, that's what. That's the gamble everybody's going to wait. See, on he
0: doesn't there. have any kind of social media. So this is what he's got to. This is how this he is does his, it. Uh, his uh, time spent. His screen time.
2: Does he? Does he borrow his wife, your mom's social media to to spy on things? Does he log in I as, as exactly. her on he, Facebook?
0: They do have a joint Instagram account. But I don't think that he has anything actually to do with it. My dad is very against social media. He's (laughs) hard-nosed against it. Uh, he's not, he's not big on screens, period. Whenever I was growing up, he had a t-shirt that said kill your TV on it. He was very, he was anti-television until like 9 p.m. Yeah. He's just and that's how he's always been. There's always been uh, more productive uses of time. Which well, we isn't appreciate a bad thing, those that are using their TVs to stream Boss Hog at home. That's right. And if you join the Patreon, much. you do
2: get the uh, the special Patreon emailed directly to you. Right. And uh, and then the in the Facebook group, uh, assuming you do choose to use social media, uh, you get the Facebook, the, the show notes. And I was I, I will completely thank Dakota for this week. He's done all the planning. I've been occupied with uh, with family stuff, weddings. I did
0: the planning today.
2: Though. You did you did it all, and at three thirty, we got uh, we got show notes. I threw out some ideas, and Dakota was like, "Yep, I'm too afraid of that topic. Uh, <laughs> nope, that one pisses me off too much. I don't want to do that." So he just
0: he came up with it, and it's awesome. Yeah, there was one article that you sent that just made me really mad. I was like, "Oh, you don't need to touch that." That was it made my blood boil I was about I was gonna say like type a message I had a message typed out in messenger and I was like this is gonna probably flag like, <laughs> I mean, you're,
3: you're getting next thing you get a 30, 30 day ban yeah like, maybe not today maybe not tomorrow and
0: obviously
2: what he was upset about was uh was Pat Sajak and his dog <laughs> dying uh tragic news in the wheel of fortune world that got Dakota very upset yeah. that was that's uh, what i was
0: so angry about <laughs>
2: Dog, I'll tell you what, the, the story that upset Dakota, we'll do it this way, the story that upset Dakota, I will stick the link into the Patreon, there you, you guys go. can jump yeah, in do there, do so if you join the Patreon, go in there, and, and the, the story that upset Dakota so badly, I mean, is uh, I will put it, it in there. It
3: does make you shake your head, it, yeah, I don't think a lot of people will be like, well, what's wrong with Dakota? I don't think they will be.
0: <laughs> if you join the Patreon, though, at $50 or more a month, we give you a shout out at the front of each and every episode, and those folks are Miss Christy Avery. Mr. Jonathan Phillips, Anthony Meyer, and then Fiddler's Green Cigar Company. We have a very special thing in the uh, that's cooking in the oven right now that we're going to do with Fiddler's Green Cigar Company here in Newcastle. You're negotiate our people are negotiating with their people. Correct. And uh, the Fiddler's Green, if you don't know, they do uh, they sell hand rolled cigars. And he also has a mobile cigar lounge that he's been setting up at uh, the Newcastle Broad Street Cruise Ends, uh, just down the street from the studio by the Newcastle Courthouse. So it's really great. It's a fantastic thing that the ordinance that Aaron Dickin wanted to ban smoking in public areas <laughs> in Newcastle that never happened. Uh, otherwise, he would have just murdered, would have a, killed a small business, a local business. And, you know, Aaron doesn't need that negative publicity because I would give him every bit of publicity that that would earn. So make sure you never, ever think about doing that again, Aaron Dickin. Now, we also have (laughs) T-Chip stores. That's where you can get your Boss Hog of Liberty merchandise. T-Chip.com slash B-H-O-L one two three four or B-H-O-L Mug. Zach and I are twinning today in our Indianapolis Motor Speedway urinal
2: Mm -hmm. T-shirts. And they are not nearly the value of the shirts that are over on T-Chip definitely not. We I this is the most expensive t-shirt I ever bought in my life.
0: Was well, it $60?
2: Like 48. Oh my god, are you serious? Not kidding. Wow.
0: Yeah. My t-shirt uh came from My brother
3: didn't charge me that much
0: for mine. This I don't
2: remember. From- it was it was obscene because it, there was a shipping charge, there was the it's a it's a big boy size, so that's like 2 bucks more and it was it was not cheap. They are in like the dark ages on
3: shipping some days. Yeah, their uh, shipping is yeah. like
2: 10 bucks. Uh, yeah. and I didn't of course I didn't uh try to coordinate. I'm getting better, Zach is teaching me to do group ships it when we when we well, yeah, support the same thing I mean,
3: there was some point that yeah like there's one thing uh, i m s does a big sale and that's you can't combine stuff on that one' because it's just too much stuff on those, but yeah there are times i m s shipping is thirteen dollars, and I'm like, can I just drive over and pick it up at the warehouse y'all are an hour away or you'd be ordered like we ordered these it was in the middle of the month of may like I'm gonna be there. Yeah, just All month. I was there. I lived in Speedway for 10 days out of 30 last month. Just let me pick the shirt up. I'll,
2: I'll give you $2 to pick the shirt up. So anyway, yeah. we we have some awesome merch. Better value than these, but I paid so damn much money for the shirt. I'm going to wear I wore it to a Little League baseball game today uh, with a picture of an enormous urinal on my T-shirt. That's funny. And
0: uh, nobody nobody called me out. This uh I, my t-shirt that I'm wearing, I got from an online thrift store called thread up. And it's yeah. yeah. Are the,
2: are are your, are, do you have these rolled up on purpose? Is that the style now among the kids you've got your, your stitching yeah. is showing
0: a lot of times. Is that was. intentional? Should I, do I need to do that? Is this to show off
2: the guns? Why like do we do this Dakota? This yeah. is, it's
0: the gun show. us. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to roll them up just the one flip though. Yeah, I just like the one.
2: Well, if you go up enough, but you can put your fiddleheads green together. Read, read the, read the, have you read the, the back, back of his shirt? Hilarious. Yeah, so funny. The back says Dixie Normals Casino and Lounge. Liquor in the front, poker in the back. Oh my! <laughs> and then it has four two four two six six zero nine two five. Open late. Hit it and quit it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it also has the address. I don't even know if it's a real business or not. I just saw it. Wait a minute. It. Hang on. Get, get, get it back to me. We're going to find out right now. Dialing
2: live on the <laughs> air. Stand by. I was just going to Google it. No, hell no. We're going to call it. It's not a 555 five, five number. 424-266. Let me set the back up one more time. Oh, 0925. Oh, nine, Dial it. It's going to go well. you to reach. Please leave the message. 9 to 5, we're serious about our business and we are open from 9 to 5 and we're serious about our business. That, that must be it. Feel, I'm guessing that, that is not legit. legit. No. Dixie Norma's...
0: Thread ThreadsUp.com dot com. I'm that's starting the name of the think, online consignment shop. I'm starting to think that's not real. Yeah. Well, it came today. I'm very disappointed. And it's very uh starchy feeling. It is says it full that, of formaldehyde? Did you wash it? No, I didn't wash it because they say that their clothing's been washed and sanitized. And you believe them? Yeah. I mean, feel this. I feel this shirt, though. Like, I haven't the felt the inside of your shirt in quite feel some time, fabric. Dakota. Doesn't that feel like <laughs> starchy? It feels like it needs washed. Yeah. That's what I was saying. But I saw the back of it. Threadup.com up, thread is like a. It's an online goodwill. So I peruse that like my dad peruses Zillow. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they have some pretty good clothes. I bought a Nixon flannel off there for like six bucks. Nixon? Yeah. Like Dick? N I X O N. They're a good flannel company. But their shirts are really expensive. Same with this one. This was only a few dollars too. And I just read the back of it. I was like, that's freaking hilarious. I'm not going to be able to wear it out anywhere. I have a couple of those but shirts. But it's really can't funny. Wear it anywhere. So it's like, oh, I guess this is just like reserved you, for the Zach, podcast. Zach, you can wear them to the podcast. Yeah. I wear it to the yeah. podcast. I have one the of the them. Because
3: one of them I saw like in a memory. It was, I'd worn it on the podcast. But not, I don't have any that are too offensive. You got a Robin Miller with the, the Yeah, the, I, wore, the I got Robin Miller. Most of them are racing related. There's a Robin Miller. There's a, I have a Pat McAfee. I don't know if that
2: one would offend anybody, but his tour was called the I-69 tour. Um, <laughs> well, but, it, Well, I mean, he did play in Evansville, so it counted. If you play in Anderson and Evansville, it is the I-69 too. Oh, he did Muncie. Yeah. Was, yeah. I think he might have gone to Fort Wayne, too. I can't remember, but yeah. Um, and your friend Jeremy has the uh, Uncle Bobby's Turkey Emporium I need to uh, get that shirt. Turkey Delivery. Yeah. Turkey Delivery. I need that shirt. Again, Which,
3: that uh, shirt's great because that's not at all off color unless you know the, reason, <laughs> the story behind
0: the shirt. There's this, uh, uh, one more thing that we need to talk about okay. real quick at the front. If you are uh, listening to the episode, you're a longtime listener, uh, we used to promise that we wouldn't have ads on the show as long as Patreon was keeping up with things. Yeah, you broke that promise. What the hell? That's not the case anymore. If you're listening to the show now...
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. <coughs> Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
0: Jeremiah, that was the break for the ad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that to me. I'm,
0: I'm still working out
2: the, uh, the mid-roll thing. Uh, Didn't even
0: look at the time. You're not going to know now.
2: No, because it's not written over here. It's <laughs> over there. It's a whole thing. Yeah, look, I don't have time. That's not when the button was pressed over there. Yahoo. Pretty
0: close. No, it's you not. You can just go to this. No, time I came over, no. Remember,
2: remember I came over here. And no, he sat was over down. here. He sat down. It was a whole thing. Yeah. If we can. We'll if we can
3: get the unified computer control thing done with.
2: Yeah, Mr. Then Riddle. Then we'll, then we we'll work it out. We're going to get better at it.
0: You're hearing ads now.
2: Yeah, there is. There are. Uh, there are two ads at the beginning of the show. And there are a couple of ads at the end. And then depending upon how good I am at my job, there may or may not be an ad or two at some point mid-roll. And essentially what's happening is that the We Are Libertarians Network has has entered an agreement. And since we're on the platform, we are a part of the deal where the, the ads are in there. Uh, and 95% of the time, it's promoting the other shows. If you listen to one of their shows... It's telling you to come on over here to Boss Hog. If you listen to us, it says, "Hey, go listen to Brian Nichols or Chris Spangle or Remzo or one of the other great shows on the Weird Libertarians Network, Ginger Anarchy." Lots and lots of shows. I think there's 13 shows on the network. We are, of course, the number one show uh, in the hearts of the people of East Central India that listen to us. Uh, but it's it, it is what it is. And I think on, on occasion you'll get a, a national one that pays for some bandwidth, uh, and then there are a couple of other actual network buys that uh, may slightly benefit the uh, gross profit margins of Dakota's embezzling operation for the show. So mm-hmm. it's great. And of course it'll, uh, it, it'll all look good as I file and claim all these losses on my taxes in the future, uh, yep. for the, the enormous failure of the show. What this is for unfortunate? my unfortunate. I do. We are sponsors of the Indianapolis motor speedway. Now boss, right. our Liberty is going to be in the AMRG GPs, uh, program next year, sponsoring lap 66. Wow. Nice. And I believe Bowman's, uh, Juan Care Andrew Bowman is yeah. got lap sixty five Bowman's ProTurf Bro, yes Bowman's Brazil, pro-turf. Indiana, Brazil for all of your ProTurf needs took uh, yeah, if you're on the west side uh, it took lap sixty five sweet you get you get some silver or some bronze badges and you get some uh, hmm. access to the garages and pit road That's is awesome. Bowman going to start coming racing with this? I haven't seen Bowman at a race there's strong rumors well. strong rumors in the in the uh, the major wall network uh, between Bowman and Chris Galt there's a big feud going on.
0: All right, guys. Let's talk about this a little bit. The floor is yours, Captain. If this is a kind of one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this. Not only do I think that it's kind of interesting, and I do kinda of, I do like hearing these stories from people's past. Like if you listen to podcasts for a while, the hearing some of the stories from the hosts, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. So hopefully that does it for our listeners and since it's just the three of us. And two of us went to high school. Yep. Now, two of us you went are, to high school. How then, many years out of out of school
2: are you, Dakota? Seven years. Seven years out. Well, I'm passing May was seven years on the day. <sighs> okay. All right. So you would have had your big seven-year anniversary this yeah. year.
0: I didn't want you to think that it was seven years coming up
2: in 22. Okay. I would have been, this would be my 20 year out of high school, class of 2001, Dang. assuming I had gone to high school. There are kids that grad that I went to high school with that graduated kids this year.
0: That checks out.
2: Yeah, the math works. Zach, you're around twenty years, twenty one years. Yeah, twenty. This year would have been twenty. As a matter
3: of fact, people are like, "Are we going to do a reunion this year?" I'm like, "I'm sorry, I was kind of waiting for COVID to blow over because I kind of I." Are you in charge? Uh, I got roped into helping the last time. We've only had one, and it was at
2: five. I think yeah, I, and I kind of got roped into helping on that one. And, I, I feel like some of these these class reunions are much better planned, and people care once you get to the 30 40 year kind of range where these people are retired yeah. and they're getting back together to see each other or they've, they've done a better job of keeping in touch
3: well <clears> I think they're getting harder done. though to get people to show up because social media because you already know
0: it gives people the
3: uh, kind of the illusion that they know everything. that's going I don't know. on I thought
0: this too, I thought the same thing we didn't have a five year high school reunion for my class. But a group just got started. Five, five years started. Seems so damn fast that people are yeah. still
3: in yeah, college. Yeah, I mean, that's what we did, yeah. And there's some people that are yeah still in college or fresh out of college or people that are – I mean, at that point, it's kind of a thing where people took usually one of two paths. They either went straight into the workforce and or they went to college. And even though they're the same age, five years later, they are in vastly different places in their life yeah. based on that one decision. Yeah. And it's not good or bad, but like – One person, like, you know, Dakota went into the workforce. He's talking about, he's like, you know, he bought a house and done all this other stuff. And meanwhile, a kid who went to college is functionally kind of the same as he was coming out of high school. He's just better educated, but he's probably only a year into working.
0: Still living at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you haven't had time to develop it, yeah. and put your plan. But in motion. I always thought the same thing that you did. Like high school reunions are now defunct because we're never going to need them again. Everyone follows each other on social media. You know what's going on in their life. The people Why would you, would you care meet, you about seeing? Up and you already know what's going on with them, right? But that group got set up to start planning my ten-year reunion already. These people are go-getters, <laughs> and they started adding everything. They were encouraging people like, "Hey, we set up a group photo album. You know, everybody that has photos on their Facebook page, like, do a massive photo dump in there." And I've been so I've been following it, and there's people like I haven't thought about since I graduated high school, but I was also kind of friends with them. Yeah, you have people. So it was it's weird. And then there are some
3: people that don't do too much don't do very much social media so you can't keep track of them. Yeah. And then as nice as social media is to keep track of people and I pay attention more than some people. Cause I've got friends who I'm like, Oh yeah, it looks like to so-and-so and I've got friends like some of my best friends and they're like, who's that? I'm like, you don't yeah. remember them. And like, I've got friends who probably couldn't ramble off 40 classmates outside of yeah. maybe the ones that were in the direct activities that were in. Um, I can remember a lot more than that, but it's still not the same as like having a conversation with somebody. Like right, and some of them I don't. Buy. there I'm shocked at the number of people that live in Newcastle, and I
0: never see them. <laughs> as small <laughs> as a town as this is, I kept seeing people's names, and then I would click on their profile, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, there's so many. How things. many people were in your graduating class? Uh, We were actually the largest graduating class that Tri High had ever seen. We had 84 people, and you forgot about some of them.
3: I like a of, them lot just, of
2: them. Yeah. And so my, my class like, is like, I think we we're under 200. The best part as you get to be mine and Zach's age is you get to see how, how horribly some of them are aging. <laughs> Apparently I'm one of those people. <laughs> that to get me, so I'm not going to say
3: much. But yeah, but There are some people that like I graduate with and it's a weird thing. It's probably because social media, I see them but like they, to me, they look the same as they did. And now it's been 20 years. I'm like, you look the same. And then some people are like, not the same, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Some people are like, no, that guy didn't graduate with me. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. You see somebody and you're like, or and you're, you're like, no, that's Dylan. Huh? <laughs> no, it's
3: not. <laughs> yeah. Some people I, I follow on social media, I follow pretty closely and somebody be like, Oh, what's happening with so-and-so? And I'm like, or i there are times where I can answer people's people ask somebody like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, she," like, I had, her, this is years ago, but I, uh, girl at school is she worked nights and so she was like oh yeah this is worth the night off she was at a concert somebody's like why did you have to take the take use a vacation day i'm like she works nights i just knew that from following her on social media she's like "Yeah, that x right and i was like that felt weird i knew enough about her just like day-to-day life from social media to be able to answer a question
2: so here's the thing the question i would have for you guys i get to be the larry king here because i don't know the answers i just get this is the greatest thing ever Assuming you go to the, to the, the, the 10 year Dakota or your 23rd year, whatever the hell you people are going to do from Newcastle. Uh, are you just going to go see the same people you already hang out with and talk to anyway and spend the night talking to them? Or are you going to talk to people you don't know? Is it going to be like, Here's yeah, the- we're all in the same room, but I'm just going to go talk to, to Tommy, who I see all the time.
0: Here's a good answer to that. I have. So whenever I graduated high school, I was friends with this guy. His name, uh, is Ashland Garland. And Ashland was – him and I were, were friends. We weren't, like, best friends by any means. But, like, we had a f- quite a few classes together. So we w- – and, you know, neither a, one of us were um, in the sports crowd. So, th- therefore, we just kind of had to gravi- – each other to gravitate, gravitate towards being such a small school. And he was uh, one of those people. I'm sorry if he's listening to this. But he was one of those people that I saw his name in the group, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I I forgot. Like, I forgot that we were friends. I haven't seen him. He's not active on social media or anything, so I just haven't seen his name since we graduated high school. And I, I don't think I ever had his phone number or anything, but that's kind of one of those situations. Like, I would I would be looking forward to seeing people like that. There's a lot of – there's like three or four people like that in that Facebook group where I'm like, uh, I hope that they show up because I would. I was friends with them then, and I want to see how their life has turned out. And a lot of those people, like Ashlyn was, I, he probably still is, super smart. So it's like, uh what direction did he take his life? Right. Where did he take his gifts towards? How do the social norms work
2: out? Is it the, you know, are you yourself, your current self, when you roll into one of these things, or do you all fall back into...
1: Well, no. I was this person uh, in high
2: school, so I'm going to go hang out, and you're going to you're going to view things the way you did in high school. Does your brain immediately go back to thinking that way, or is it just I'm Dakota and I'm you know I don't know I'm I've a never experienced man. it before.
0: There are how, certain
2: how does, times like because you go see some of your buddies and it's like you're a kid again, right? Right. You start to feel like you you kind of lose track of all of the things you do now, right? You and feel you, like you're you not
0: missed any time, right? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Group, it's the same thing with the family she, dynamic. When yeah, you go my, hang
2: out with all your old aunts and uncles, like, oh, yeah, Zach's seven in there. Well, parent. my group of friends
3: from high school, I still have a group of friends that like my, my brother and then uh, three three other guys, and we'll get together. And we got together, and like, we're in a cabin over MLK weekend, and we act like absolute idiots when we're together. And we play video games, which is what we did coming out of high school, because we even got together in college, and we play video games once a week. So we still do that. The, we, the one reunion we had, we did like three different parts. We did bowling and we did a cookout and then we just literally took up the front room with the Elks, bought a bunch of uh, combo appetizers, threw them on the tables. And I tried to like schmooze around and chat up with people because I genuinely do. Like, it's interesting to see where people are doing and see some, there are some people I think would have been judged and said that, yeah, they're not going to mount anything. And most of those people are doing fine. And there's a bunch of people that everybody thought was going to be, Oh, they're going to kill it a life. And they're not. um,
2: or they're just you know, so it's another game you could play of okay, who's who's really
0: killing it? Doesn't
2: well, it look just, like it, well, and, and who's
0: posing completely? And, I mean, like, so should uh, I go in looking like a homeless guy? Like, <laughs> yeah. let my hair grow out, smear some dirt on my face? Should, I mean, for me, it's fun this to came, go see the people I, that are like from the coal mines like, even, in West Virginia.
3: I was not a class officer. I was not close to being a class officer, and I don't think we had any. Some of them had valid reasons, and stuff. But we had no class officers helping organize our last reunion none of them they all had other things going on
2: or stuff like that Yeah. So. But okay you're a junior in high school do you really i i don't know because i didn't go to high school do you really know i'm taking on the damn burden of 40 years from now i have to be because i'm gonna run for president i have to organize the damn reunion no, yes, 40 thought. years from now
3: that was the thing that um, you're during, well aware of that when you're During our student yes. government runs, there are they're people, they're like the class sponsors. There's a class sponsor for every one of the classes. They're reminding you daily that the people you're voting on are tasked with organizing and spearheading class reunions forever. Ever. For the rest of yes, their life. Yeah, if you have a good class sponsor, and apparently they it, they are <laughs> reminding you of that. They're like, you're not just voting for a person, Like it's not a popularity contest. If you
0: want to have a class reunion, this is who you are putting this, in charge of. This that. is the lifeboat. Yeah. It was a conversation. It was like, it's, do we really want so and so to have <laughs> that responsibility?
2: Because my, my like, cousin Francis was her class president in Arizona. She's lived in Indiana for 12 years she's sure as hell not going back to Arizona okay. to go plan that. So they lost when she left that, you know, she's not,
0: it's not happening. Our class president doesn't have a Facebook, so he can't even be in the reunion. It's not like, you can, <laughs> it's not like you can have a recall
3: election. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it's because it takes a lot of work to like track people down. And we were still doing stuff. Um, Cause it was like 2006. We were still trying to do stuff via mail and mostly trying to do, Organized stuff through Facebook. Um, but then tracking people down and trying um, try to organize like charge like figuring figure out the logistics of how much do you charge and how do you get the money and where do you put the money and whose account like where what account is it in at what bank and if people gonna have if it turned into like a logistical nightmare and I, and so we like zinged right over ten and we're like, we'll worry about twenty when it comes around. And so now it's here, and there's a pandemic, <laughs> and, there's a pandemic and we ain't.
0: ah so, twenty five. And
3: so people are like asking about it, and so we're like, oh, I guess we like. So I need to hit up the
2: people. you were the class helped. of 2000. one. Two thousand. Oh, so you're you are the same class as me. Yeah, you're just much older. Yeah, Yes, <laughs> I got held back all twelve years.
3: Zach, just so did you stack them up? Enjoy your time in high school. Um, I enjoyed parts of high school. I enjoyed high school for the most part. I didn't have. Um, I mean, as much as anybody, like there's some classes it was like, yeah, whatever. I was a band geek. and I loved band. It's the f- one thing I actually missed. And I still went back. It was probably like five or six years before I missed like a state finals. Um, that Newcastle would pop up. You know, they didn't do a lot of that after, but I was still going to I heard was looking
2: for a band director. You
3: want in on that game? No, no. I had a friend that was a band director there and then he graduated. They, just, yeah, that's a, that's a, t- marching band is a tough gig because uh, anything that anybody says about, um especially a school like Bloover that has a marching program that f- does field shows you think oh you're going to have the summers off and you don't have the summers off That's when you put in more work than any other time of the year
0: uh, a lot of larger schools will have a band director and a marching band director yeah it's, it's like it's, so it's, it's a, two separate goats. but Bloover's got they've got some killer history
3: uh really great marching program and they've got some like fun stuff that a director can kind of pick up
0: tweak on a little bit but have some fun with uh, as long as you make your students wear freaking actual marching band uniforms, that would be, I hard. was a little disappointed. Newcastle didn't march in
3: uniform at the moral day parade, just cause it was no. like 70 degrees. I was like, didn't have an excuse today? I get it when it's like 90, but it's ridiculous. Newcastle won't march. They don't even
0: teach them how to walk anymore. Deep down Dakota sounds like it. Newcastle still does.
3: but The reason why Newcastle sometimes won't pull theirs out is because they use theirs for other stuff like for field shows and it's if you get them out and it's 90 and everybody sweats out in them, then they have to go to the dry cleaner or they have to be hung out to dry and nobody wants to mess with that. So
0: well, we got, I get it, but
3: it was nice. Did on you guys world get
0: day. like, this is your uniform? Uh, you're issued one every year. Okay. Yeah. That's how ours were. We got fitted in the you fall. You were in charge of, if you wanted it washed, you, you were, uh, we have
3: didn't to have, issue. no, we like, uh, were we ever set home with ours? I don't
0: think so. We weren't sent home. So we, if, you just had to say, hey, I want to get this washed. Oh, and no. then they, would, they tell, would let you take it home. They would take it and like twice a year might
3: maybe have it dry cleaned. Hmm. Interesting. But so we used ours. I mean, we used ours for field shows. So I don't think every, I ever
0: washed my uniform.
3: Every football game, we used ours. And then we'd, what, seven or eight marching band contests? Because we'd start in mid September and march until the end
2: of October in field show contests. So. So what you're telling us, Zach, is the one thing you enjoyed about high school was band. Yeah. Otherwise, it was it was it was
3: hard. It wasn't easy. I liked I loved band. I still like it. it was there's something about putting a whole bunch of work in. You'd start in June and arrive right to Memorial Day Parade and you'd start even on your music before then, and then you're literally pounding away at, at three pieces of music until October.
0: You know, I it, it's kind of been a cool thing recently to just take a dump all over your high school experience, like posting memes and just talking a lot of crap about like, Oh, I hated high school. High school was the worst. I'm like, and I see a lot of people that I went to high school with that are saying this stuff. I'm like, Really? I like, I had a great time. Yeah. Like, like most of my, well, you were the popular kid I like, well, Dakota. Well, I you... wasn't though. Like I wasn't in that crowd. And how do you I just mean, had fun. How do you not get older and
3: not look back at that? Yeah. I had it a lot better than I thought I did back then. <laughs> like, yeah. Of course, not... like,
0: in the moment. Yeah. Like, there were a lot of yeah. crappy times, but like in the grand scheme of things now, like looking back at my stress because finals was coming up, I'm like,
2: yeah, I mean, we had lucky. that's nothing like having to answer the bell of doing a boss hog on a Thursday night. Right, it's three o'clock, yeah. and I don't have show notes yet. What are we talking about? I don't know. We're gonna turn yeah, we're, out a show though. We'll figure
3: but it like, out. We, band was good, and we were good, which helped a lot. I mean, that would have been uh we marched. We went to the state finals every year I was in. Uh, we marched at the RCA down. Marched
2: it. Um, I don't think I ever marched at Lucas Oil. And no, we never competed. Lucas band. Oil didn't open until two thousand eight. Yeah. So you would have been. We did a band trip seven years pulsed high school
3: to Disney as a band over Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, were, were you year. and
2: Jonathan Jurgen in band together? Then? Oh
3: yeah. 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 I can remember Jurgens being goofy on that band. I mean, it's like, I'm going to go, I need to get my kids back to Disney, but I've always told myself it's going to be a tad bit of a disappointment because I went with like 180 to 200 people I knew and we, and they would, They were, they had a, they handled that trip great. We had like about an hour worth of responsibility and we left on a Wednesday and we came back like on a Sunday.
0: Your mom's telling you that you absolutely cannot be the band director. (laughs) No, yeah.
2: I'm not qualified to be the band director. I was a, I was an okay tuba player. I will say that I don't have traditional high school experience, but I did socialize significantly with folks in 4 H. I was Mr. Henry County in 2000 and the, uh, the four h organization is uh, has got a new committee and they're building they're rebranding retooling the Mr. and miss Henry county program and apparently the records have been somewhat questionable, so they've come back and asked some folks that had won before, hey here's a <laughs> list. do you remember who won this year guys and girls uh, throughout throughout the years and it has caused me because i know you know I know somebody that won two years before me, so i'm like i have been chatting with Matt Wright and like hey who won in 2002 or 2003 or the year between you and I and trying to remember some of that. And it has jogged some memories of people that I hadn't thought about in 20 some years. And I'm far enough out now Dakota where it's like, Holy shit. I'm trying to remember what happened in 1997. I was 15, 14 years old. I don't remember the specifics. I, you know, I remember this person, but I don't remember all of the the machinations of it. Uh, it, it's definitely exercising a part of my brain that I haven't used in a long time trying to remember some of those folks and some, you know, obviously if you won that award, you were at the top of the, you know, you were the, the you'll never forget. There's, you, there's yeah, pictures there's of that a big deal. somewhere. Some yeah. record. You were on the cover of the, the vaunted courier times. That's why I said when they were trying to find these out, I'm like, somebody should just go to the basement of the courier and look at some old papers. You go to about the second week of July and you'll see the answer to all of these. Yeah now you just look yeah. at your uh, memories that pop up on Facebook right. and it tells you yeah. everything, everything well, that's, that's happened, happened is it's like we have great records up from 2004 and more current but everything is like yeah those files don't exist or somebody threw that away or you know offices moved or whatever happened and there's not a great historian's record but yeah digitally now that we have Twitter and Facebook and everything else you can go back and harvest up stuff of you know it, there's it's a large, larger conversation about like in the 1800s, 1700s, people kept diaries. So we know all kinds of things about the people that lived and existed in the 1700s and 1800s, and we know a great amount about historical figures. We don't keep diaries now, and we didn't keep diaries 30 or 40 years ago, most people. But we do have our social media, and that shit's not going away. So they're actually going to have One a better— One solar flare,
0: and it's all gone. <laughs> There's going to be
2: a better picture of, of us— than there are of our parents' generation or the generation before those that didn't journal, that didn't do diaries, that didn't keep that stuff. But we can go back and see Dakota at 13 years old on his junior on a junior prom when he was dating that busty 17 year old girl, and they had the you know we got that picture. There's I, all of the abuse of Dakota when I went back and scrolled for months through all of
0: his old pictures. My first prom was with the <laughs> girlfriend of Coach Chase Payton's sister. Yes, I'm glad that there wasn't like there are some pictures floating
3: around like prom prep when I was in high school. I went to four. There's still and not I a high a school. school.
2: There's not so, still not a picture of 17 year old pimply me that I like. By the way, I was I not went a to fan five. of any of those.
3: You went to you managed five. I got four because my wife went to a different school, different age. So we did two in one year, and then one on either end of that
0: one. Actually, I went to s- six. No, no, I was a. I, know, I guess I just went to four. I was a flunky my freshman year. Which, and was a freshman. Um, no, a flunky is like, uh, I think it was freshman. It was either eighth grade or freshman. A flunky is like the underclassmen that get picked by a vote of the upperclassmen that are going to the prom to like serve the drinks and the food during <laughs> prom. So you're a yeah. labor. You're a waiter. But it was a cool thing. Did you have to, to be, buy a suit for that? Uh, no, they gave you uh, uniforms. Where and it was. Man, you guys were um, fancy out there. It was uh, black pants, an all black long sleeve shirt, red suspenders, white gloves, and a red hat. Is this at a golf course? Where Where did you have these things? I don't remember where that prom was at. Uh, because it wasn't my then. prom. But it was kind of a, it was a cool thing to be voted by the upperclassmen to go to their prom. So like I, that's it wasn't seen in my high school as like negative. as <laughs> like haha, you got voted to go serve the food you loser. So where did where were your proms at Zach?
2: Um, oh man, I have to stop and think because it seems like a lot of folks go up to Muncie now. There's a big Performing Arts Center or whatever. There's a lot of proms in Muncie. Yeah, we had one there. April had one at the Country
3: Club, and I can't remember where April's second one was. And then we had one. I think both of ours were at the Armory. Newcastle's problem is there's not a lot of places in Newcastle that can
2: host Newcastle's prom. Not yet, but once the Henry County Expo. Yeah, and then they'll look forward to
3: that. Baller. Because, (laughs) and I can't think if we had one. I went to one at the metropolitan. I can't remember who that was for. If we tried to do one at the metropolitan one year, and I think they just like a one and done because I think the floor was visibly flexing <laughs> with people dancing oh. on. Like you could seriously watch the floor move. Ours, uh, bo- our, both of ours might have been. They would bounce around between there and the field house. The problem with the field house was is you there's no walls to decorate because the dance floor mm, is the yeah. and at that point they were so OCD they were still covering the court. To keep people from having street shoes on it, so it was uh, painted.
0: I had a prom
3: at the Rain Tree Inn. <laughs> I mean, that is, the Rain Tree Inn was a fine establishment. Thing. Yeah, before the Oyo, I remember
0: when we went to the comedy it show at the Oyo before the mezzanine it, level fell to the ground. Embarrassing. It was embarrassing. The want the uh, the 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 whole facility that they gave us was the size of our. Of the of the two was rooms, just a the the restaurant. Studio. Was it was in the, the rest- bar? It was high school kids in the bar, but the bar was closed. <laughs> so we had the bar dance floor, and where the a couple of seats are at. That was literally it for the whole class for a class of eighty seven kids plus dates. And then, yeah, and then the pet, and then the post prom was at back at the school in the gym.
3: So we yeah, I don't think we did.
0: I made a after comment Newcastle about that did in the group. I was like, "We should do the ten-year reunion <laughs> at the Rain Tree Inn, and this time we can all drink at the bar." At the bar, and but they didn't have it. In the, they didn't have it in the restaurant next to the bar,
3: because there was like when we went to the comedy really show. That really room that. was used. To, it used to be called like Twiggies or something. It was a restaurant, but it would have been. It bigger. wasn't in
0: the Twiggies like it was that would have
3: seemed like the, a lot more appropriate place to put you guys than the bar. That's even better than was what just they were in the bar area. area. I
0: think that they might have wanted to separate us from the other patrons maybe. I don't know. But I said that and I You're, got called out in the group. They were like they were like that room was free for us to use. The libertarian should appreciate that. Wow. I was like, "Oh, okay."
2: Wow. <laughs> I want names and numbers who's bitching about that. I you
0: know who it was.
2: <laughs> so i i do want to
0: say the guy that almost that dethroned darren Jacobs.
2: <laughs> you are you're too famous now dakota to pull these shenanigans of looking homeless and being disheveled you go you go through town as the bo- host of boss hog one of the co-hosts and you, you people know you and you don't know who the hell they are it's true. he knew me it happens all the time he knew me. you're too famous
0: all right what else do we need to cover on the uh, i wanted stories? to what was let, let's just go through this one thing really quick if, for each of us, go back to yourself at the age of 16, most people do this 18, but at the age of 16, what advice would you give yourself? Buy Google stock? That would be your advice to yourself? Just all about the money? <laughs> you all about the money, Jer? Yeah, for that, yes. <laughs>
3: do, did yes. Google exist when we were 16?
0: It was very new. I was going to say, I don't you're know still, if publicly we're traded.
3: still using like a Facebook, Facebook, Facebook Navigator, behavior. Facebook, Facebook didn't come to I was Facebook, in college. Yeah, Facebook
2: was later. Oh, uh, yeah. Google me, was Facebook around. Facebook would have been a good one.
3: What was it? I'm trying to think of what all the uh, Northern Light and all the search browsers Webcrawler, were. Webcrawler, yeah. Excite. Ask Jeeves. Uh, yeah, Jeeves ah, is a little later. Jeeves yeah. is
2: a little later. That's why Dakota remembers it. Webcrawler, Excite, Yahoo, uh, Google. I remember the old Yahoo.
0: Lycos. AOL, yeah, with all the discs. I remember AOL and the chat rooms started to become a big thing. Net Zero came My along. My cousin met a, a guy from France. She met a man from France and went over. They dated and went over and visited him in France. It was, it was a wild thing. In an AOL chat room. His name was like do too many chat rooms. Francois or something like that. It was weird. I also did, I did a trip to Europe in high school with ICQ high school kids. was a big, was the big messenger platform back in the day. ICQ, ICQ. You, I'm sure you <laughs> yeah. knew ICQ. So you would say, Jeremiah, it's me, you from the future. And he's like, well, what, what am I like in the future? What are, where are we at? And you're like, buy Google stock. Oh, there would be two things.
2: One, buy Google stock and start buying a damn ticket to the Indy 500 through the ticket office <laughs> now so that you have 25 years seniority. Just buy a general admission ticket through the office. That Those would be the two pieces of what, advice. What so that by the time like? you're 58, you can get in the penthouse. What would yours be, Zach?
3: I don't know. I don't know
2: if I would have... It's a tough question. It's it's a legit tough question because if you you try to change your life too much, you change the people you met, the things you did, the people you're with. Zach's with his wife in high school, right? You're with your wife in high school, Dakota. Yep. Yep. So there are you've got to be it's a very careful you gotta be careful about that. You'll change the space time continuum. And you're I assume that you're pretty happy with the life you have. But a little Google stock
0: back in the day would have been a
2: pretty good thing. I don't think
0: about it like that though. It might be for me just to buy a I know house my answer because one. I thought about it in the shower before I came here. Because <laughs> I wrote the notes. In the shower? Are these shower notes? I wrote the notes before the shower. Uh whenever Jay Jackson's shower bathtub was filling up and he was crying. I was just thinking of things.
2: Go to Nashville more often. Take more trips.
0: What what do you do you want me to go before you? I can't think of much. Like I said because I I don't know. I don't know if I can come up with much. See, I thought... Uh, okay, so I did have another answer. I've had a pretty good. That I had another answer that uh, I did say no to because it would have changed my life radically. And that was... I would have told myself to join the military because I was thinking about it at that time. And I think about it often and I regret it. But at the same time... It's like, I'm really happy where my life ended up where I'm at right now. So it's like, how can I really regret that? Because who knows what would have happened if, you know, my life could be way worse now if I, so it's like, is that really a regret? Would I tell myself that? So that's, I see what you're saying there. But I think that I would tell myself like, convince Audrey, and it wouldn't have taken any convincing at that age to go and live in Chicago for just one year. Take a break from doing anything. Go live in Chicago for a year. Find a random crappy job, get a crappy apartment, don't have a car, just go and experience what it is. Big city living. Yeah. I could say you probably, if it was anything, it'd be like, uh,
3: don't get the job I have now because it's an okay job, but I hate it. I'm
0: still
3: there. <laughs> I'm still there. So I think you I have would, the it,
0: opportunity to be band director.
3: No, I don't have a an need for band like, director. If you, oh, heard, I wouldn't
0: get summers off. You don't get summers off now, Zach. Like,
3: no, is there a change? I mean, I get like see that's. It. I mean, I just put in for like nine days of vacation in the next month. So I mean, that's not too bad. Like everything around, but that's about the only thing I'd be like, yeah, go f- like find a job and then plan everything between the end of high school and college around getting the job and not just going to college to go to college was what I kind of did and not really have a plan of what I was going to do when I got out.
0: Yeah,
2: I knew that I was like that which is why I didn't do it. And I also... See, I, I had the advantage of... I wor- I was homeschooled. I worked the place I do now. It's changed it, It's changed courses a few times. But I figured out something that I wanted to do. I worked nights. I worked days and I went to school at night and I got my bachelor's degree to set me up to do the job that I want to do. And it's challenging
0: at times, uh, but
2: incredibly happy. I'm totally very happy.
0: I thought it was like, I wanted to do something. I wanted to be doing something. I could not stand any more I went all through high school and I sat in a room all day and I hated it. And I went and did building trades and I'm not doing that anymore. I'm out doing something. It didn't matter what it was. As long as I was moving around, I felt accomplished. That's the that was like my only parameter. Now there are days I don't feel like that because like it's uh, raining and nothing's happened and you some occurred. Uh, yeah. So what do I do? Sweep thing. my shop out and listen to a podcast and organize some shelves. Like, and that's the most boring thing, but most of my days aren't like that. So I appreciate that. But I think that also a lot of young people could, you know, it's difficult because everyone says, you know, you can do anything like follow your dreams. Well, here's the deal. You know, unless you're super disciplined, unless you are the best of the best, you're not going to become a famous musician. The parameters to become a rock and roll star or a hip hop artist are so slim that, like, maybe it's time to be a little realistic. Yeah, but there's
2: there's four people in a band, a hundred people that tour with them that are a part of the part of the gig. Right? Maybe you want that. So life, then you start thinking about that. Doing that. Right. But maybe you're the guitar tech.
0: And maybe, maybe, see, maybe that's you're a what I was going to say is like I had all these other things, but then I realized like I could get fulfillment from just doing something like there were other things that I wanted to be doing, but if I was doing something, I felt good. So you find like those few things and then the door to many other opportunities will open up instead of following a very narrow path that you don't know if you're ever going to make it.
2: Like hosting a hip podcast in East Central Indiana.
0: And then opportunities will pop up along the way. You just, it's, that's kind of just how life works. Because I felt like I was sold on this idea that I could be anything that I wanted to be whenever I was a kid. And then it was like, um, that's not quite true. <laughs> you can. You can, t- you can shoot your shot. You can shoot your shot you can, to be anything you want to be.
2: You can you try. Be. You can attempt it,
0: and you need but to be able to recognize whenever it's also. In, it's a, there's. There tried. are all kinds of different paths you can go down. You can say I want to be an
2: entrepreneur. You could say I want to be what everybody else wants to be right now, which is a damn social media influencer. Where there's this oh couple gosh. from, <laughs> couple from Nashville who have two million Facebook followers, and it, my and second grader came 000. home.
3: The first day of school, he's like, "I'm going to be a YouTuber." No,
2: you aren't (laughs) 200,000 views on a Facebook video in four days and yada, yada, yada. But there's also, there's, I value work-life balance massively. I love my job. I love what I do, but I also find ways to make it work so that I can do this podcast so that I can have quality time with my family so that I can travel so that I can do the stuff I want to do. I could move to Birmingham, Alabama, or Nashville, Tennessee, or Charlotte, probably make a lot more money, put a lot more hours in, but I wouldn't be with the people I care to be with and be a part of the activities I want to be a part of. It's all about balance. So it's not just the job you have. It's the life that you're able to build and choosing to do what you want to do. Yeah. That's the, that's That's what I guess that's, that's what I've, and I've looked at things through that lens for probably the last decade of it's not, Hey, I have to make a certain amount of money. I need an, Enough money to be able to do the things I want to be able to do and live the life I want to live. If there's been and, one, and that's the goal. Struggle and it's
3: like a. It's hard to say if it's like a guilt thing. It's like I've never really been willing to like give up weekends and stuff. Like I need to have my break and like now it's like well, if I got a job and I had to work Saturday or something. It's like when would I get to go camping? I'm like I have a camper. When would I get in, like and then because I had a friend and he'd had it when there was not a big deal, but for him it would turn into a big deal. He had a gig for a while where he worked like Tuesday through Friday or Monday through Friday night. No, it was Tuesday through Saturday or something like that. I can't remember. His his days off were in the middle of the week, but he worked 4.30 to 12.30. And he only did that even just being like in his 20s for a while because he said, if I want to see anybody at any time, I have to take a vacation day because his time off was <laughs> overlapped with everybody yeah, else. So he was at work when part. everybody else was off. And so even for a short period of time for him, he's like, I can't handle this. And I was like, I couldn't have done it either. Because I ha- I like to see people, interact with people. And for you to have to use vacation time to just like go get a pizza with somebody would have been insane to me. Yeah. You want yeah. to use a vacation to go to North Carolina. Yeah, I go, I, I, go vacation, I go buddy. on vacation. I go on vacation. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm real bad. At I don't take – I don't like – I've got had coworkers that they meant they earn a vacation and they take it off. And what they do is sit at home. And if I take a vacation, that I am going somewhere and trying to
2: figure out, you know, so but that's, that's – Looking at the larger conversation, that's the biggest advice to me: is figure out what you want your life to be, and it's not entirely about money. It's about making sure that you can do the things you want to do. Figure out what you value, and then set it up so that you can do that. Because I'm exactly the same, Zach. I wanted a job that I would have predictable evenings and weekends yeah. and do the things that I need to be able to do. I I, I would your, not be a
3: good second your brother shift knows worker.
0: That other life.
2: Yeah,
3: he but he's gotten but for the now now he's got like a more of a regular schedule that he does do overnights now. But he also till he uh, jumped into the current gig he had, he could take off whenever he wanted. Mm -hmm. He didn't get paid for it. He wasn't getting paid vacation time. But there were times where he was at least made enough, and the way they structured things, where he would go take off, and you know, in like the span of like three years, he rode his motorcycle coast to coast. And he would just, you know, or take off a Friday afternoon and go ride to Michigan for a lunch and do yep. that. kind. Of I stuff. do miss so, that about that job.
0: Yeah. You like, yeah,
3: I don't know how he does it now. Cause he's down to like,
0: going to be in, Yeah,
3: he's down to like two weeks of vacation in. a year. I'm like, I, don't, I couldn't, I couldn't operate on two weeks of vacation time because I have stuff that I do every year. And that stuff cumulatively yeah. adds up to about three, <laughs> three weeks. Right. And then I have like a fourth week that I have a vacation time that I float like as a spring break or a fall break or something like that. And I'm
0: like, I don't really want to get, I'm, at the age and my kids are at the age, I don't want to give any of that now, up. I had two weeks of vacation for the first five years and Audrey got her job uh, when she, she was working in Greenfield and they just immediately gave her three weeks of vacation and two <sighs> regular holidays. I was like, you just <laughs> started. I've been at my job for two years yeah. and I you have more vacation than I
2: do. Yeah. But, and, and in that role, you're like, okay, I need a week to go for my honeymoon. So I've got four days left, right? Oh, I have to, to yeah. make my yeah. honeymoon. And I still, I did my
3: regular vacation and my honeymoon the same year. And it was an, it was like, I have a spreadsheet on my work computer where I can project out all my time. And it was like down to the 15 minutes. I think I earned one
2: of my honeymoon days on while I was on my honeymoon. Dakota has abandoned us. I think we're finishing the, uh, yeah. the high school, the high school side. Zach, were you at the latest city council meeting? To yes, uh, I was. So we've we, the conversation that Dakota has planned for us, and then he abandoned us and left the room. Uh, is he wants to talk about Newcastle City packs. Yep. And it appears that they are uh, the city of Newcastle is looking at a uh, little over a million dollar bond issue. And they are, if you have the show notes, if you're a patron, you've got the show notes and some clickable links to, uh, to the actual bond and everything that they've identified. Uh, but they're looking at about a $1.4 million bond for the city that would, uh, if it's approved, uh, be able to make a bunch of potential improvements to, uh, to the city parks. Now I'm a libertarian, but I'm actually also a big fan of parks. So this is a, it's a. (laughs) <laughs> it's a delicate balance. It, there are certain things if, if from the Liberty side, there are certain things government does and does well. There are certain things that government shouldn't do or doesn't need to do, but I've always actually been pretty supportive of, of parks. I don't know if they've always had bonds and they're paying them off and they're reissuing them. I don't know if they talked did they talk about that in the meeting? Is this a new bond that they're going to put place or something expiring there? They're, they're,
3: yeah. This is uh, coming in after a bond that's going to be paid off. I believe in January.
2: Okay. Um, so so probably of the same it. value. Pretty and that, close. That in- happens a lot, where you have uh, you have a bond that's in place, and the way taxes are set up in Indiana, your property taxes, everybody has a levy based upon what money you have in the budget. So, a very common thing to do is to go ahead and issue another bond, a couple million bucks, million bucks, two million bucks. If you go under, if you go over two million, you have to put it in front of the the taxpayers and they have to vote on it. So, if you keep it under two, the the board or the city council can just go ahead and issue it on their own. Uh, and what will happen is it won't change the tax rate for the yeah, community. The so I'm the th- community still get the 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 pie is still shared the same way. If they didn't do this, all of a sudden, well, Newcastle's not going to get as much money, but the school might get more money, or the library would, or or the county parks, or the county would. Yeah, they specifically said that
3: they would structure it. I mean, you can always tell when something like that's coming up because there's certain council to the s- council that are always come into those meetings, and they said yeah it would. They said if max would be one four, it would probably be closer to one point one, but it would be structured um, like it had a max interest rate and a max time frame. But it'd probably be shorter than that. Um, yeah, they had they have a priority list of things. I'm trying to pull up because I didn't get to see the list like that got handed around, but it wasn't anything that I got to see at the meeting, and I haven't checked the paper yet, but. Um, our parks do a pretty good job like they're um, I don't see it as like a you know, they don't this. I think the skate park's fantastic. They've done some stuff to the pool.
2: I, I can hear a siren or something outside. Like so I was music. pulling my headset off to try to understand what's going on. Um, yeah. So it, just some highlights here. And Dakota, you can jump in if there's some items that you wanted to talk about that they're trying to do. But uh, Osborne Park is like the north side park here in town. Once again, Newcastle is about 20,000 people. Uh, they've got a number of different parks in town, but Osborne park is kind of the North side park. Uh, There's an old football field up there that the, uh, the youth used to play. Uh, They they play youth football. Uh, They want to get rid of a press box. I got a football start on that field. Uh, My brother did too. They want to put some new bathrooms in, which I know are desperately needed in Osborne park, Uh, paving some, uh, some roads up there, uh, removing stumps and some dead trees. Always, always an issue in parks. Uh, and then they wanted to do some work to the uh softball diamonds up up there, the armory that Zach talked about where his uh his prom was in murphy park the uh the little green space. Uh, just to the west of that, they want to pave that parking lot. I think that's gravel right now. Is yeah. that right. I'm on Burgundy. Yep. It's gravel. Um, they want to build up a new shelter. They're talking about roofing some uh, some of the armory. That is an expensive job right there. That's probably 100 grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, new front doors on the armory, and uh, they want to they want to buff that floor. So they want a flo- uh, floor cleaning machine. Here's the big one. Baker Park is like the Central Park of yeah. of Newcastle. Uh, they want to put some more playground equipment in. Which so, they've already started to do. Some bathroom work, yeah. some more parking, uh, upgrades to some shelters. This is a big laundry list. So this is, this is essentially when you apply for a bond, you say, this is the stuff we might use the money on, and then they'll decide. But it's an all-encompassing. Here's, what we, here's the scope of what we can do. So more and, bathrooms, more shuffleboard court upgrades, more softball diamonds, yada, 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 more trees, walkways, trash cans, upgrades to basketball courts. And then I guess they consider the skate park, which is right across the street from Baker Park an actually a different park.
0: It's its own entity.
2: Yeah. So they want to uh, expand, potentially expand north and add even more onto it. Add yeah, some they've lights been talking about that for a couple of years to uh, to upgrade the entrance a little bit to expand the green space. Uh, so they could definitely use more lighting out there. Yeah, for sure. And it, it. that is probably the most popular park. That you, is, yeah. That?
3: People like to knock it and people like to try and attack it, but, uh, it's a 12 month use facility and it's hard if the, unless it's snowing or storming, rain, not necessarily is, will slow them down sometimes. It's hard to find a time that that's not being used. I've run by there at 5 a.m. and seen people using the skate park. And right, right now, I bet there's 40 kids there.
2: Uh, the basketball courts sometimes are being used. The skate park is always being used. Those are some of the most, uh, the the highest level, the pu- the parks, the public facing side, but they also are talking about doing some work on the maintenance and equipment. Are all, side the, are all for the, the upkeep,
0: the high school
2: fights going on
0: there now. Oh, you know, where, I don't were see the, that much. where were the fights at whenever you were in high school?
3: Um, okay. I'll say this about, and this is, I think about the skate park and I've probably saw on the show before is before the skate park was there. All the like, uh tuner car kids would hang out there mm-hmm. and they seem to cause a lot more trouble and were a lot more just disruptive in general to people and then when this built a skate park they chased those kids out and they disappeared and like as a pedestrian who goes by the skate park kids are a lot friendlier than the like tuner car kids were and the basketball court kids were although the basketball kids aren't too bad now um, I don't know where the fights were. I mean, it probably would have been up there, like when they were playing basketball and standing around their cars. But I don't remember too many fights. When I was I, in high school, when I was in school, was, I was actually at Broad Street a lot. Uh, so Bro- Zach and I, I mean, Friday night we- Broad Street, like when, when Broad Street, Broad Street, not like organized Broad Street, but yeah. when like the masses showed up and if people who weren't around, Broad Street was a legit big deal and it was a big deal on a scale that was hard for local people to comprehend and potentially our mayor at the time. Um, like I said, I've gone to like – I've been hours away from here, hours, like in Brown County, and mentioned where I was from, and they said Broad Street. They knew where I was from because they knew of Broad Street. And when I worked at Kroger back, uh, I would work like the 8 to 12 Saturday shift, and before I would leave – there would be trucks out in the parking lot at Kroger and they were like getting shined up and waxing their trucks to get ready to cruise Broad Street because they drove in from Terre Haute or they drove in from Fort Wayne to
2: cruise Broad. So Friday night when we were hanging out, uh, hanging out with the, uh, the Fiddler's Green Cigar Company folks, uh, Zach and I went and sat down on Broad and talked. We were, there was a guy from Ohio. He was talking about what it used to be back in the day. Yeah. But that's the, that's the high school hangout for us. is exactly right, is that you would get in, I would get my 87 Bonneville. And come rolling up, uh, rolling up from Memorial it's, Drive, State Road 3. Drive you could spend, spend two hours up there and you drove 0. .75 miles. Yeah. And it would take all night to drive from where the Greens Fork alignment is down the hill and back. It was in, you wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs>
3: You just right. stop at the red barn at three and thirty eight where the uh, Walgreens is, and <laughs> there was a red barn there that had like a full. It was like Casey's General Store before Casey's General Store. It was a gas station, but it had in a, full, a restaurant. Ser- full service like grill in there. You could get some cheese fries or something. And when
0: I was in high school, you would go to the library parking lot to fight. <laughs> <That's>
2: <laughs> the Spice the Spiceland Library Spice and the- no, no, Library Newcastle. You <laughs> <Newcastle>. drove,
3: <laughs> drove to the center of the closest town with the police department to get into a fight. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I, I'll be honest. Here, here's the dirty secret about that parking lot. That's actually not the, the library's.
3: That's it's the, the city's cities. parking lot. They're
2: trying. To, the library's trying to get
3: it though. I, that's in the works. For the we library go to, to take the city
0: up. parking lot.
2: Fine.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Unless you're in the row right next to the building, that's back the library. By the, back by the bookmobile. Uh, I say that, <laughs> that like it happened often. My whole high school career, we probably went there three times. I, to the, watch a fight.
3: Uh, this probably runs into the what kind of kid was I in high school? I never ran in. I never hung out with anybody that got in a fight. I never been. In I a didn't fight. either.
0: I just heard about it. Just I heard to about. Watch. It, yeah. I was like, okay, we're going.
3: Yeah, I never. I never was involved with any fights. I did have, have a really school, good friend.
0: This is weird. He's a good guy now, but he made it his mission when we were sophomores. I think to get suspended. <laughs> it was his mission. He's like, I'm. Going to get an out of school suspension no matter what. So, uh, he just was being disruptive in classes, you know, cursing, uh, drawing inappropriate things, trying, <laughs> kept getting detentions, but couldn't get, but couldn't get suspended. So he's like, Guess you got, you have to escalate it to get suspended. Like, yeah, it's like playing, uh, Red Dead Redemption, you know. You can, the cops will give you a chance to move along, but you got to pull the weapon. (laughs) So he's like, guess I got to punch somebody. So he, uh, it was the end of the day. And at the end of the day, the teachers would stand out in the hallways outside of their rooms while everybody was packing up their lockers for the night and grabbing their, uh, backpacks to leave. Right. And he waited until then, walked up behind a guy that was in our class. And tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, blank. He turned around and he just punched him right in the nose. And it started a huge fight. And he got suspended. And um, I'll never forget this part. It was really funny. Uh, Our gym teacher is one of the teachers that saw it. Broke up the fight. They only got a couple of swings in, but he broke the kid's nose because he sucker punched him right in the face. And he... uh, He gotten suspended
3: without like... Blotting a guy's nose—it seemed like you'd hit him without. That's yeah. a weird. That's a really weird crazy. goal in life. And just to get suspended.
0: Yeah, it was. Is a weird thing. It was a weird thing. My goal in school is to have the principal not know it's who strange. I was. Yeah, you that was my goal. To be anonymous.
3: Yeah, and I couldn't because my I had family that worked in the school in which right. I was attending. Yeah, I was yeah. The same
0: thing. Yeah, uh, but whenever he came back from his suspension. He had missed a couple of um, assignments that were due in our physical education class. Like I said, the PE teacher, he saw the whole uh, thing. And he was like, are you going to give me a chance to make these up? And he was like, you sucker punched a kid right in front of me. I'm not. He's like, you're not getting a chance here. You know, I don't think people went places to get like there were fights in school.
3: I can remember seeing a fight. like once in a while, you had to like not dump your applesauce because a fight might bump India in the lunchroom. But like. Because there were places to hide in Newcastle and like get into fights. But I don't remember. I remember one kid. Yeah,
0: there was not any places like that. I
3: remember a try. kid who, who did try to pick a fight after school with somebody and it didn't work out well for him. And it, was some, it was a really strange situation where the kid hadn't gone home yet. And because he hadn't gone home yet, he was still under school like jurisdiction. But he went to the other kid's house and he started a fight with the kid. Well, that kid didn't get in trouble because he was home. So he had like broken the plane of being school's responsibility, but this kid was. And so he got suspended and then he got beaten so badly that when he showed up to school, like three days later, he still had the kid's class
0: ring marks all over his face, (laughs) like all over his face. All right. I was involved in one fight in high school. And unfortunately for me, this kid deserved it in my defense. He full on deserved it. In fact, if he had said the things that he said then now i would have i would do the same thing today <laughs> still still doing. and uh, unfortunately for me though in my career path and in his chosen career path we often saw each other on a daily basis or not daily weekly basis for a short period of time and that was incredibly uncomfortable
2: <laughs> all right i want to Work in a little bit of a new segment here, and it's going to be uh-huh. a rapid fire.
0: About is this, your final topics. thoughts?
2: No, this is going to be rapid fire. I'll have, a, I'll have a different final thought, but I want to, I want to just, I want to ask some questions. Have you heard the bugs yet? The cicadas, the cicadas. You choose how to how to how to pronounce it.
0: Have you have you? It's cicadas. It, what do you mean choosing? There's no <laughs> choosing. That's just how it's pronounced. Cicadas. Have you heard the cicadas? There are none on Beezer Creek, at all. Even in the woods. Actually, I Jackson and I took a walk to the cemetery, which is surrounded by woods and spice. And didn't hear a single one. So, have you heard any at all down south uh, at our campsite? Yep. There are probably millions. Yeah. I mean, it They're is everywhere. incredible. There's like thousands per tree.
2: Zach, you run all over the damn place.
0: Have I you seen heard a them? thing?
2: And I don't recall them the last time.
3: That they came out. I remember hearing all about it on the news. I'm thinking these things are like a figment of people's imagination. And it's a thing like it's an overblown media hoax because <laughs> I'm like, I just don't. They, Newcastle is evidently not a hotbed for them. They're here,
2: it's just in certain places. So yeah. I live in town. Apparently they're very hyper local. Nothing, yeah. nothing. I. You can literally hear them over the car. Like you can be driving, you can be listening to the radio, you can be on the phone, and you can hear them screaming. I heard this, it's a if real high pitch. If you jump on. <sighs> If, at one hundred and three and thirty six north of Newcastle, I, I've been taking that route home because of the, all the construction on three. I can hear them outside the car, just on one hundred and three. I north. even, I even went. If you drive out to my brother's house or to, to yeah, Kate's house, Kate said it's crazy out there. It is unbelievable. But they stop at night, so it's only yeah. during the day. At night they quiet down. So if you go out in the late evening, you're not going to hear them. But I I went and I but, literally took a tree and shook it and they all came flying out and went everywhere. They're unreal. I even did went it's out, like at I went out to some lake worst.
3: last week and yeah. didn't hear any. I was I mean I was on the lake. I didn't go like on a hike or anything. But I went I was I drove three and
2: I went one hundred three to thirty six and didn't hear remember yeah. hearing any five thirty six o'clock. They're in so afternoon, loud. They're, and maybe it wasn't because of the rain. I don't know. Yeah. But it, right now yeah. they are epic. But it's I, at my house. I didn't hear them at all. I go to my brother's house. It's unreal. They're so loud in Brookville
0: that like you have to raise your voice to talk to people.
2: Yeah. This uh, was a Bob and Tom
3: Tom off Bob and Tom said he, he, I don't know who knows how accurate it is app on his phone that measures decibels. And he got him like at 105 decibels somewhere.
0: I I could. And
3: they, and they took a tree ranch out in front of their studio And so you can tell there's a parking lot behind it. This isn't like a forest and you can just see them on it. And they just shake the branch, just one branch. And like a couple hundred
0: of them are coming out of the branch. I was catching them. That's exactly what I did at Danny's house. I was catching them and giving them to Jackson and letting him play with them and stuff. He was, he thought they were interesting. Apparently that was a neat thing. Apparently they pop pretty good when you hit them with like a car
2: and somebody hit them with I a motorcycle and they said it hit them on the hand and they thought it broke Ouch. their finger i smoked one and it hit my windshield so hard today that it was the nastiest just bug print ever <laughs> all right it, just think about that the next time these come out is gonna be an adult yeah he'll be an 18 year old boy 18 year old man all right one more one more fun one for you There's a story in, uh, local, local news, New York state, my, my original homeland, WWNY. Messina, New York is the dateline. A Connecticut couple won the lottery and they found their dream home in Northern New York. There's an HGTV show called My Lottery Dream. It's on Friday at eight o'clock. And the show is called Border. The the episode is called Border Town Bonanza. They won the lottery in Connecticut. They wanted to get the hell away from the city and they bought a house in Messina, New York. And that's where they, they, their lottery home was. So the rapid fire question is: Is you guys win the lottery, where are you going? You staying in Henry County? Are you moving?
0: You going to Chicago, Dakota? Where's Montana. your Where's your lottery house? I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a loft apartment in Chicago, and I'm going to have a ranch in Montana.
2: And you're just gonna commute between the mm-hmm. two. Yep. Oh, it's gonna be tough to do Thursday night. I've
0: thought about that a lot. Like that is my ultimate dream. Zach, what would you, have, we do? I would
3: have multiple residences. But my primary, I probably would build somewhere like I would like Henry County. I'd probably build somewhere by right Westwood, yeah, buy like a hilly lot out there and build a crazy house. It would be fun to have a house like in Montana, like it'd be fun to have a ranch on a four to five figure property and then just mm-hmm. go out there and just like you could do whatever you wanted, just goof
0: off. There are properties where that you can buy that butt up to Yellowstone National Park. So how sweet would that be? Yeah, you realize. take your ATV oh,
2: from your garage. Oh, just because it's a federal it, land, all of a sudden now it's, it's pristine, Mister <laughs> Libertarian.
0: You drive it to You know it it's to close to that Statist Park where the buffalo live. I bet that you could carve your own trail. do get lost and, to connect to an actual trail, and no one would be any of the You might
3: just end up some weird person wandering into your backyard. Put a yeah. sign somewhere that says "Turn around, and you've left the park." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, awesome. I think I'm I'm doing two things. I'm buying a house in New York so that I can go up. There's a small very, you know, eighty, ninety thousand dollar house, just a garage, maybe two bedroom ranch, no big deal. Something super You've low You won the lottery and you're like, "Hey, dollars 90000 I'm buying I'm it. buying that as a second home. I'm doing the same thing as that. That's Act a
3: monster. New, or that was a monster in Newcastle before the boom, but yeah. And then I'm getting a private plane and a private planes license and I'm commuting to work I don't know if I get a you private plane now. I think I'd go full uh what Jim Lutz or the guy who was ahead of Chrysler. He had like an F-18 at one yeah, point. Yeah. These took the hard points off, so he couldn't like get a the, Huey from like
2: a, a like, restored
3: give, Vietnam give me, era Huey. Give me a fighter jet. I will uh, you know you are
2: a Huey. What the hell? A yeah. Huey? Yeah, a
3: Huey. I've actually d I have actually I have not thought much about the house I would have if I won the lottery. Uh the garage, however, <laughs> is is c- completely planned. Um, uh, I yeah. know what there's cars a, I would have. How many Dodge cars are I would we have. going? Are we going
2: like Hoovy's Garage, seven or eight bays? Um, yeah, it would
3: be a partially above, partially below ground, and each car would be behind a glass door
0: with this logo etched in the door. There's a Dodge Challenger in town here at Russ Hubler Automotive, and it's uh sage green. It's, there's a
2: There's a Maserati on the used lot right now as well. I want. I want.
3: I mean, I'll give you guys guys a heads up. If you listen to the show, I will save you. Do not buy that Maserati, but if you know somebody who does buy the Maserati, please find a way to let me know of the suffering that they encounter because (laughs) the Maserati, I think they want 47 for I just got a conversation with a kid I went to school with about this, not I graduated with, but because he has one, there's a Maserati's local dealership, and I said, you can buy those for now. The one here is like 47. It's a little high for Camry money. But it's like Toyota Camry money, but it's Ferrari, everything else underneath it, which means the maintenance bills are Ferrari level maintenance bills Yeah, and yeah. to the point where, Oh, it needs a clutch. That's like $13,000 or something <laughs> like that. And so, that's one of those cars that people buy them because they're super cheap to buy compared to what they were new but
2: to operate it but
3: the maintenance costs are still supercar maintenance
0: costs i want to see who buys that in town the Challenger's is <laughs> 44 i gotta tell you if i didn't have another vehicle payment it'd probably be in my house they have some nice
3: stuff down there i like yeah I, the car collection would be insane i just have to rotate out like the the high-end stuff because it's maintenance would kill you
2: all right final rapid thought thing we're gonna get into final thoughts mike pence bought a seven bedroom mansion in
0: carmel is he still one of us one of us (laughs) 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 he's not been one of us for a very long time almost two million he
2: lived off of mar road in columbus in a nothing neighborhood before he was governor now he's he magically becomes governor and he goes out to dc for four years and he comes back and he's buying a seven it's that bedroom two, $2 that million dollar house yeah, I was, yeah unreal with that book deal money unreal in a house that he's probably if everything goes perfectly in his plan he's going to live there for three years and he's going to move back to dc i don't know all right final thoughts we'll start with zachary and we'll go from there uh man i don't have much um
3: broad street cruise was fun uh glad to see that it, looked, it was busy the weather was a little warm but nice it didn't rain so that was nice the people watching was excellent. Um, yeah, we just sat under a tree, just watched the cars. I mean, and there was a little bit of people need to go up there. There's a little bit of everything. There was a truck that had a dancing bed, and the whole truck, and he could drive with one Solid. wheel off the ground. That was that was great. That brought back childhood memories. And there was some fun. Um, I think.
0: Uh, did you smoke a cigar, or are you against all psychedelic substances?
3: <laughs> I didn't. I stayed. I didn't go over by the, the Jeremiah went over there, but I just sat. I had some. Fri- I had some a, f- a family or a friend of my wife's that. Um, I bug and every t- I see her up on Broad Street all the time with her family. So Brenda
2: and Tim Chapman brought their uh, black and yellow Chevelle through. Uh, friends of the show, Matt's uh, Matt's been a big supporter of ours. It was cool seeing uh, cool seeing his well, folks. There were some great there were some great vehicles. I mean, apparently one local car guy
3: had four different cars on Broad that night. He just kept rotating, <laughs> which is that's the kind of problem I want to have. Yeah. Um, otherwise, Ellen uh, Kay, I'll shout out Kay even though he didn't show up. Ellen uh, K does their stuff on Saturday. The farmers market's going. uh Beehive Body Company. My cousins and I will. I'll, we'll, I'll congratulate my brother because I think it's finally official. His, it's, it's
2: Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, fish official.
3: finally yeah. His his wife had a baby last Thursday. Baby Lincoln Burcham pictures did not show up until like last night on the internet. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to deny this kid exists until like, there's pictures. So yeah, so Lincoln Scott Burcham was born and he's a chunk.
2: It's, his parents were married on the Ball Hogger Liberty in this very studio. Yeah, it's a celebration for the entire so if Ball you can't, family. If you can't
3: do math or you don't know how long babies take to make, that's a that pro- <laughs> a baby's a product of the studio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are uh, taking full credit. Yeah, full credit. D
0: Square, what do you know? I know nothing. All right, listen, man, I got everything out because I came up with the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> These are his final thoughts. <laughs> These
2: are his final thoughts. All of the suggestions I gave him, he passed over. He didn't use them. Uh, congratulations to uh, my brother. Big family news: uh, Danny's getting uh, getting married on Saturday. So uh, Danny Morrill and the new Josie Moral by the time uh, by the time we reconvene next week will be uh, be a thing. Uh, we're getting we're going to Old Henry County now. We're mo- Danny's marrying into the Thompsons. So we are. Half the county is not going to be related to the Morrill family, which mm-hmm. is uh, which is great for a couple oh. of imports like us. Mark Brim next week. And I'm
0: very excited.
2: We have them. the final Mark scheduled Mark Brim episode because he's living his dream. There's, he put out a YouTube video. He said, the hell with you to the, the Quaker College over in Richmond. He's done, uh, and he's moving. He, I, I literally accused him of being like Little House on the Prairie shit. He's moving to where Laura Ingalls lived on the S- Minnesota-South Dakota border. He's he's packing it in, and he's going to go be a farmer, ranching. I hope he keeps the YouTube channel going because I kind of want to see the. I think he could. So you talked about being a YouTube creator. I watching Mark adapt to the farm life, the ranch life yeah. out there. That's the. I count. can't wait to have this show next week. It's going to be great. I hope he doesn't cancel on us. I hope it goes well. Zach, you should probably start walking yep. that way because uh, I'm trying to stretch this, and he's getting no context clues, Dakota. <laughs> Uh, but it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to having Mark. Uh, Congratulations, Danny and Josie. We'll see you all next week.